Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet following the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this midweek episode of the podcast, Two Big Stories. President Trump announced this morning that the United States will not accept or allow transgender people in the United States military. And in Texas, the state Senate has passed its bathroom bill that would limit restroom use by transgender men, women, and children in the Lone Star State. That and more in this episode of The Randy Report. President Trump announced this morning that the United States will not accept or allow transgender people in the United States military, saying American forces must be focused on decisive and overwhelming victory and could not afford to accommodate them. His three-tweet message read, After consultation with my generals and military experts, please be advised that the United States government will not accept or allow transgender individuals to serve in any capacity in the U.S. military. Our military must be focused on decisive and overwhelming victory and cannot be burdened with the tremendous medical costs and disruption that transgender in the military would entail. Thank you. So to clarify, our president is calling active transgender service members a burden. A little history lesson here. In June of last year, The Pentagon lifted a ban on transgender men and women serving in the military. Transgender service members have been serving openly since October of last year. The military was scheduled to accept new transgender military recruits last month, but Defense Secretary Mattis asked for six more months to finalize the studies so that he could implement that plan, as he had only taken over his position recently. Why Trump would change direction now before that time period had completed, is odd. This is a huge U-turn for transgender military personnel. The policy would only affect a small portion of the approximately 1.3 million active duty members of the military. There are estimated about 15,000 transgender military members right now. While Trump calls out health care costs, The RAND Corporation estimates transgender health care costs to be about $6 million, between $2.4 to $8 million, so somewhere in that ballpark. Military spending in the United States in fiscal year 2015 accounted for 54% of all federal discretionary spending, a total of about $600 billion. So wait, wait, wait. $6 million for transgender health costs versus $600 billion. That means trans health care costs are about one one-hundredth of one percent of the military budget. According to data from the Defense Health Agency, this is important, the Department of Defense actually spent $41 million in 2014 on Viagra and a total of $84 million on erectile dysfunction prescriptions for that year. 
The United States has spent more tax dollars on golf trips and watching Trump Tower in just the last six months than it has on transgender-related medical expenses for service members in all of last year. Now, the number one issue for the military is readiness, period. Banning transgender service members would erode military readiness and contradict our country's values and ideals. Like every American, transgender service members should be judged by their qualifications and performance. Every person who serves the country, voluntarily I should add, deserves access to quality medical care. Trump himself avoided any service whatsoever by getting five deferments for bone spurs in his foot. Which foot, he can't seem to recall. I do think it's important to note how once you open people's eyes to the foolishness of discrimination, they do see clearly. Republican Senator John McCain, who spent years in the Air Force and voted against the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell in 2010, issued this statement today. The president's tweet this morning regarding transgender Americans in the military is yet another example why major policy announcements should not be made by Twitter. The statement was unclear. The Department of Defense has already decided to allow currently serving transgender individuals to stay in the military, and many are serving honorably today. Any American who meets current medical and readiness standards should be allowed to continue serving. There is no reason to force service members who are ready to fight, train, and deploy to leave the military, regardless of their gender identity. End quote. And... Republican Senator Orrin Hatch had this to say, I don't think we should be discriminating against anyone. Transgender people are people and deserve the best we can do for them. I look forward to getting as much information and clarity from our military leaders about the policy the president tweeted today. And folks, those are Republican leaders. Of course, the Democrats are on board. Now, there's no word on how Trump and his generals expect to proceed. Will those transgender personnel just be discharged this weekend at the end of the month? Will they merely be forced out of uniform by Christmas? There's really no clarity here. Donald Trump just announced this via Twitter, and nobody seems to know what it all means. Axios reporter Jonathan Swan received this response from the White House on the newly announced policy, and it might lead us in the right direction of what this is really about. This is the statement he got. Quote, this forces Democrats in Rust Belt states like Ohio, Michigan, and Wisconsin to take complete ownership of this issue. How will the blue-collar voters in these states respond when senators up for re-election in 2018 like Debbie Stabenow are forced to make their opposition to this a key plank of their campaigns, end quote. So Team Trump is making this move for anti-transgender votes in the Rust Belt. I think it's important to note also that the Trump administration has also stepped back from protections for transgender students. Remember, during the 2016 campaign, Trump declared he would be a better ally for the LGBTQ community than Hillary Clinton. But it's also important to note that Trump is currently in a beleaguered position regarding his own ongoing investigation of Russian meddling into last year's election and publicly taking swipes at his own attorney general for recusing himself from that investigation. Trump is losing on health care reform. He's losing on his Muslim travel ban. Last night, he ran to a campaign rally in Youngstown, Ohio, to bathe in the love of his base. 
I don't think it's entirely cynical to believe that his former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, and son-in-law, Jared Kushner, testifying before congressional committees about the Russian issue isn't affecting him. I think he's looking for something to change the conversation again while throwing red meat to his base. What I'd like to know is, how does this make America great again? Also, Last night, the Texas State Senate passed a bathroom bill that would limit restroom use by transgender men, women, and children in the Lone Star State. By a vote of 21 to 10, Senate Bill 3 was approved by all Republicans and one lone Democrat, Brownsville Senator Eddie Lucio Jr., voting in favor. The bill now heads to the House, where it's expected to have a tougher time. Texas House Speaker Joe Strauss, a Republican, is under enormous pressure by evangelical voters to allow the bill to come to the House floor. But he's repeatedly voiced opposition to anti-transgender bills, once saying he doesn't want, quote, the suicide of a single Texan on his hands, end quote. And he also told the local Dallas NBC affiliate, I just believe it is not in the best interest of Texas to pass that bill. So fingers crossed he holds. In March... The state Senate voted on similar legislation that yielded the same results, a 21 to 10 vote. Republicans say the law is necessary to protect young girls in public bathrooms. Democrats clearly see this as discrimination against transgender Texans. Senate Bill 3, filed by anti-LGBTQ Republican Senator Lois Kokorst, would regulate bathroom use in schools and buildings overseen by local governments, including cities and counties, based on the sex listed on a person's birth certificate or other IDs issued by the State Department of Public Safety. Transgender children, many of whom who can't change their birth certificates or don't have driver's licenses, would be barred from school bathrooms that don't match these documents. The bill was amended to exempt privately leased government buildings such as stadiums and convention centers. Also, SB3 would outlaw the ability of local municipalities to pass their own ordinances that could protect the rights of transgender people to use the bathrooms that match their gender identity. But here's the thing. Under SB3, there would be no penalties for individuals who violate the law, so transgender Texans could not be arrested for using the bathroom that matches their gender identity. They would merely be humiliated and further ostracized in the public eye. Also, SB3 does not make it illegal to arrest a man who is not transgender for entering one of these intimate spaces. It would, however, allow the Attorney General to sue political subdivisions like cities and public school districts, for instance, that choose to pass their own policies that would protect transgender people. The longest-serving state senator, Democrat John Whitmire of Houston, asked the logical question, which bathrooms transgender people should use? Should a trans man with a beard be asked to use the ladies' room? Or a trans woman in a dress head towards the men's room? Kokor's answer was that if they have had their birth certificate changed, they would not be subject to the bill's mandates. I think that's rather weak tea myself. As many people know, sexual reassignment surgery is not necessary to identify as transgender. Many trans people can afford the expensive surgery, but do take hormone therapy to help them live their lives. It's worth noting that last night the police chiefs from Houston, Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio spoke against the bathroom bill calling the bill, quote, a solution looking for a problem. 
Austin Police Chief Brian Manley said the bill would be difficult to enforce. Quote, it puts officers in an untenable position and it works against public safety and it is not in the best interest of the community. Chief Ramirez of the Dallas Police Department said he had gone through data reaching back to 2014 and found no reports of men assaulting women in bathrooms. He also reminded state senators that were there to be such assaults, there are already laws in place to punish those offenses. He added that the bill would make it more difficult for police to do their jobs and would pull resources away from fighting violent crime. He urged legislators to vote against it, saying, quote, If you support your police, listen to your police. There is no need for this legislation. Stay tuned to see how this fares in the Texas State House. Finally, for this midweek mini-episode of The Randy Report, we've got to have some good news. So, perfect for hump day, out singer-songwriter Eli Lieb has just dropped his sensual new music video for his song Shangri-La. Having recently relocated from Los Angeles to Iowa, the talented Mr. Lieb appears to be awash in the memory of intoxicated kisses and a cocktail or two. I'm definitely a fan, having previously featured Eli's songs Lightning in a Bottle, Hollywood, Castles, Zeppelin, Young Love, and Safe in Your Arms on The Randy Report. Since I can't show you a music video via podcast, I'm going to play out this episode with his new song, Shangri-La. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you head over to my iTunes page and click the subscribe button. And then every time I upload a new episode, it'll be sent straight to you automatically. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I report on the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. time you touch me I disappear You're my Bermuda Triangle and I live in fear And I, I try to help myself And I Try, but I lose myself. And I cave, I cave, I cave. And I cave, I cave, I cave. Baby, I cave when I kiss you. Ooh, when I kiss you. Myself, and I, I try.
And I cave, I cave, I cave. And I cave, I cave, I cave. I cave, I cave. 